Aubergine Surprise on Galway's Flirt FM. Good morning, Galway. Rise and shine. This is Aubergine Surprise every Monday at 8 a.m. I'm Lucian. I'm Killian. It's the Monday Music Library on Galway's 101.3 Flirt FM. Some uh, great tracks today. Oh, some fantastic music. Coming up, we've got uh, some James Blake, The Weeknd, Prince, uh, Sinead O'Connor, Arcade Fire, and more. And we started just there with The Lonely Island, feat Adam Levine. That was I'm So Humble. It's a shame we don't have any Radiohead to play. Why is that, Killian? Because they're headlining Glastonbury. Oh, interesting. First confirmed headliner for 2017. I only heard that today because... I told you. Yeah. So why don't you uh, give me some deets? Uh, <laughs> they're playing at Glastonbury next June at Worthy Farm, and they're Radiohead. Are you a fan, Radiohead? Not a huge fan. I'm not too familiar Can with Can you name, music. like, one song? Creep. Creep, yep. And, no, I can't name any others. Yeah, no, no more, though. If I tried, really, I, I can name the albums, like Paranoid Android, yeah. In Rainbows. I can only, no, I like them, but I can only. The I recent can, one, which had, like, The Man Who Something, or I don't know. I can only name like two Radiohead songs, and that's Creep and what's it called? Paranoid. Wait, Paranoid Android is a song. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So oh. yes, you did name two songs. Oh, it's, it's a song on the album. <laughs> that was okay, the song okay, already. computer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, computer. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. thinking. I was like, well, uh. yeah. I mean, they're yeah. sort of they're an album band. Like they're not exactly spinning out hit singles yeah, all the yeah. time. Like they're more, they, they they do conceptual uh, albums. So knowing so, the names uh, of the albums is probably yeah. what they want. Speaking of other news. Um, even though we didn't mention other news, mm. so I didn't really need to say speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you get the picture. Um, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton. Ooh, oh, so, dabble, uh, little dabble. We, we said last week that we have to be completely unbiased and give fair treatment to yeah, the Yeah, but candidates. it turns out we don't. It turns out not. that's not, maybe not that strict because they're not Irish politicians. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that Donald Trump is absolutely disgusting. Ah, uh, no, ah, uh, no. Disgusting. Come on. Disgusting no. man. Anyway, yeah, yeah, fair enough. The things he, yeah, he's a bit, he's a he's disgusting a bit, human being. He's a bit rash. He's a bit, uh, you know, he is a, d- lecher- a racist, lecher- misogynist, lecherous, creepy man. Anyway, but, um, the election, no, no, is, no. the election is two weeks from tomorrow, which is so soon. It's crazy. I've been I just following think it for he's, years. I just think he's been paid to do it as a prank. That is a very optimistic theory, which is very unlikely to I be to true. I get one point across before people thought I was a yes, a Trump supporter. Mm. Oh, you want to build a wall? You want to build a wall? Anyway, the election's just in just over two weeks, and Hillary and Trump debated... I want to build the wall between England and Ireland. <laughs> they debated for the final time last uh, Wednesday, and uh, Trump dropped some zingers like, uh, no puppet, no puppet, you're the puppet, and... Uh, you're a puppet, you're stupid, you don't know anything about politics, you kill people with emails. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, uh, you're a nasty woman. You're a nasty... Um, He's actually a really funny guy. Like the stuff he says about Rosie O'Donnell is hilarious. What does he it's, say? He's it's offensive. Oh, but it's it's it's, it's, ha- it's hate speech. It's odious, but it's it's oh, kind I mean, of funny. The like. feud between him and Rosie O'Donnell is just so ridiculous. And, and what's it over? What happened? Oh, stupid reasons. You can look into it. Just because of her TV show, it's really dumb. Which is why it's <laughs> funny. But at the same time, the stuff he says about her is disgusting. Like she's she's a perfectly nice woman. Yeah, she's. Uh, I actually don't know what she looks like, but she sounds like she's, she's a bit of a pig. She's... That's... <laughs> see, that's hate speech, Killian. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. The way he described her, she said, right. he said she was a pig. Mm. Oh, come on, man. Well, of course he'd say that. 
<laughs> anyway, so, it's uh, time now for a new segment on the show that we like to call Prayer of, of the, the Day. day. <laughs> and uh, we have a jingle for it. Let's see if you like this. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you there's something else, the afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. Shane Kelly. I'm in a foreign city somewhere in the world, but can Killian guess where I am from this series of clues? Remember, That's the, most the more luck. clues I give you, the lower your score gets. Good luck, buddy. Alright, Killian, it's time for Where Am I? I know this is your favourite segment on the show. Yeah, it is. Where we test your knowledge. Even though last week when you did it, I got it right on the first guess, Shh. and you just kept going because you weren't listening properly. We test Killian's knowledge of world geography every week on the show as one of our friends gives a series of clues as to where they are in the world. Our friends are very uh, well-traveled. Yeah, they're yeah, very well-cultured. Very um, and this week our friend Shane Kelly uh, is in a city somewhere in the world. I know where, Killian doesn't know where, and he sent us this series of clues. So uh, it's going to be a challenge for Killian to figure out where Shane is. Do you want to hear the first clue, Killian? Yes, please. All right. <clears throat> clue number one. It's a great city, but I need to get out of here before March the 3rd, when Guns N' Roses perform a concert here. So Guns you see, Guns I, don't like, I don't like extremely overrated rock bands, so I wouldn't be... None of us do, which is why he wants to get out of the city. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I have no idea. Can I have the second clue? Yes, you can. Clue number two. English is the most commonly spoken language here. Arabic, Hindu, Urdu, Bengali, Tamil, Tagalog, Persian, and Chinese are also spoken. Oh my god. So what? a city where all those languages are spoken, but English is the most commonly spoken. I think I have an idea. Make a guess. London? Incorrect. Ah. Oh. Can I have clue number three? You can't. Clue number three. This city has been ruled by Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum since 2006. What? Is this is this like really easy or something? Am I just missing number three. something? This city has been ruled by Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum since 2006. 
United Arab Emirates? Not a city, my friend. Oh my, oh my god, no, yeah, I completely forgot. I, I forgot, I was just thinking of countries. Never mind. Alright, king uh, number four. <laughs> king number Wait, is it Abu Dhabi? Incorrect. Is that a city? Yes, it is. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Clue number four. This is the largest city in the United Arab Emirates. Oh, no! Oh, oh. What's the other city in the United Arab Emirates? It's Abu Dhabi, and there's another city. Oh, oh. I'm trying to think. Oh my god, no, give me a hint. What's the first letter? D. Is it? Begins with a D. Oh, oh my god. Like, oh my god, no, no, stop. Dubai, uh, Dubai. <laughs> Dubai, oh yeah. Oh, oh my Great. god. You're so smart. I'm in Dubai. That's all for me here in Dubai. Thanks for playing along. And stay tuned to Aubergine Surprise on Galway's Flirt FM. That was Pleasure with Slide on Galway's 101. No, that was pre- No, that was Pleasure with Glide. With Glide. Okay, yeah, Pleasure yeah. with Glide on Galway's like a tongue twister. Galway's 101.3 Flirt FM. Before that was The Weekend Starboy. And before that was Richard Harris, an Irish great Irish actor from Limerick and that was him performing Jimmy Webb's MacArthur Park and before that was James Blake with Retrograde and before that Did you just say Richard Harris is an Irish actor? Yes. Was he? Yes. Oh yeah he was. Yeah, yeah, Albus yeah, Dumbledore yeah, 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 yeah. and before that was James the Earlier you said Rufius Dumbledore. No you did. No you did. You said Rufius Dumbledore. No I said Rubius, Rubius Hagrid Albus Dumbledore. You're Are getting you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and before that, uh, before James Blake was Prince with Sign of the Times. So now on the show, we've got a special interview to play with you. I recorded this about a month ago. It was just after the death of the great Gene Wilder. And I interviewed this fantastic actor. You may not know his name, but you definitely have seen him in films. He's Rusty Goff. He, has, he was one of the Oompa Loompas in the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He's also been in Star Wars and Harry Potter. Very, very prolific uh, actor in a lot of fantasy films, a lot of films. You definitely know some of his roles. I spoke to him about his work, and here is that interview. Enjoy. So, Rusty, uh, you've made a lot of films during your career. Uh, does Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory stand out in your memory as a special experience? Yes, Willy Wonka was my first ever movie. Wow. And uh, I was very new at it, but... With Gene Wilder, he was an absolutely fantastic guy. He was a gentleman. And there's nothing big, no big star uh, ego about him. He was a lovely guy, and he helped a lot of people on that set. With the five kids, and some were there, because we filmed it in Munich, in Germany, with the five kids, uh, some didn't have their parents there at all. And he acted like a stepfather, read them stories, kept them entertained, so they wouldn't get bored or... Miss home, you know, he was fantastic. Was his real life persona very similar to the the Wonka persona that we saw in the film? Uh, yeah, he was quieter, but you know that mischievous glint in his eye. You know, he's a very very funny man. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Yeah, Did we you... never saw him get angry at all. Wow. Except, uh, except on the set. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too. Did you uh, get to spend a lot of time one on one with him when you were shooting your scenes? Yes, we did. Because yeah, uh, when we weren't working, uh, because we did have a few problems, like when the uh, uh, waterfall and uh, that got all clogged up with the real sugar and cream we were pouring into it, they had to drain all the water out, uh, the river out, completely drain it, clean the uh, pumps, 
of the waterfall and then they had to refill it with water but when we're talking about you know 46 years ago uh there's no computers no anything like that so what they had to do was fill it with water put a bit of dye in it start the waterfall mix it around film it develop it have a look at it add a bit more dye <laughs> and that process went on for two weeks wow we had a lot of time, you know, chatting to people like Gene and uh, Roy Kinnear and everyone. You know, we were all one big, fat, happy family. Brilliant. How did you go about getting the role of an Oompa Loompa? Did they approach you or did you audition? No, no, they approached me because there was, at that time, in the 70s, there was only five, well, four guys and one girl, short people, actors, in the in this country. Uh, so we were like doing pantomimes and things like you think mm -hmm. pantomime Snow White. Yes, they used two children to end up the other seven. Mm -hmm. So there were only five actors in this country. So they got the other five guys from all over Europe. Uh, one guy was from from Germany. He lived in Munich, so they didn't pay him much. Then <laughs> they were one guy from Malta, one guy from Turkey, uh, France, etc. So, but the language barrier was very different in those days. How did yeah. you find the uh, Oompa Loompa costume and the makeup? Did you have any influence over the design? Or? The costume was absolutely okay. Yeah. The white trousers, the, the uh, brown and uh, white stockings, and the shoes, yeah, like ballet uh, pumps. And the jersey here, pretty beautifully. But the one problem was there with the makeup, the wig, mm. the green wig. Uh, they thought that every dwarf has got the same size head. Mm. No, no, no. We're all different, like you, Michael, everybody else. You know, we've got different shaped heads. So, but they had ten wigs made exactly the same. It was like pull it on, stretch it, nail it, glue it on, to get it fitted. You know, <laughs> fitted on. So that was quite painful. Like the headaches started coming within ten minutes, and uh, mm. when you're on the set for about twelve hours, it was a bit much. And how was the uh, shooting and rehearsing the musical numbers? Did you rehearse for a long time for those? Yes, we did. We, yes, we had a rehearsal with Howard Jeffrey, the choreographer. And he sat down, we sat down, and he went flitting around like Rudolf Nureyev, you know, <laughs> like a big ballet dancer. And we said, well done, well done, Howard. Excellent. He said, right, we'll we start the first move. So you expect us to do that? <laughs> yeah, you're trained dancers. He was told we were trained dancers. Uh, no, do, 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 do. so back to basics, lift one leg up, kick it out and put it down again. Funny. Yeah. The uh, the film has a really timeless appeal where grand grandparents, parents, children, they all really love it equally. Why do you think it, it has such a broad appeal? Because it was made for adults. Mm. Yeah, it was made for adults, not children. Made for adults. So, yeah, it's got this great appeal. You know, people still ask me, hey, what was you guys on in the uh, late 60s there, 70s, early 70s, <laughs> with that boat ride? You know, mm. what were you on? Yeah. Yeah. Which was quite, you know, very psychedelic in the late 60s, which it was. <laughs> no one knew what Star was, even George and Gary Curse, the producer. Yeah. They, I don't think they knew how big it was going to be. Uh, we didn't, you know, because everything was done on the cheap. You know, Sir Alec Guinness, he was on the percentage. Uh, everyone was on peanuts. And uh, for some of the costumes, from the, the Conk Droid 
costume. I was just wearing an upside-down polystyrene water cistern, and the bits stuck on the front was like they were kicking around the car park looking for bits of plastic to stick on it and right. spray it grey, black, whatever. And there we are. We had, we had a costume on the legs. It was like corrugated piping from air conditioning, and they made some shoes out of cardboard. There we are. How cheap can you get? It's great to speak to you. Have a good life and be safe. Thank you, and we continue to enjoy your work all the time. That was Sinead O'Connor with Fourth and Vine on Galway's 101.3. And the Cranberries with Linger. Ooh, both very good <laughs> contemporary <laughs> Irish songs. Oh uh, yeah, very nice, very nice. Unmistakably Look, Irish. That is true. So, um, come to the end of the show. Aw. Uh, gonna. I mean, it's been a it's been a good show today. We've had some pretty enjoyable music. You should let us know what you thought of today's show, and uh, you can also request you know request some songs you'd like us to play because we are open to suggestions uh you can get in touch with us in a variety of ways we have a facebook page at facebook.com slash aubergine surprise got uh, two more songs for you now i'm still going with the content information bro <laughs> get in touch on twitter aubergine flirt arcade fire is one of the antichrist ba- television blues is the song we're about to play yeah and after that, Drive It Like You Stole It from the soundtrack of the film Sing Street. Was that on? Did we play that last week or for the We played demo? that on our demo. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But anyway, coming up next at 9 is The Lion on Flirt FM. It's going to be a really good show today. And after that, there's some more really quality, quality radio all day here on Galway's 101.3 Flirt FM, broadcasting throughout County Galway and online at flirtfm.ie. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you, Killian. Thank you, Lucian. Thanks to Shane Kelly for helping us out with Where Am I? Thank and you thanks for Donald Hillary Clinton. For giving us stuff to talk about. Not Donald, not Donald Clinton, by the way. Hillary, Hillary Trump. Donald Clinton. Soon to be married. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week at 8 a.m. next Monday with more Aubergine Surprise. Show Woo! your support for the show. And uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>